What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing American Horror Story, Episode 9, Fire and Rain, y'all. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And for anyone who's just joining us for the very first time, thanks so much for coming through. Make sure you guys subscribe to our channel. And also for anyone who is joining us once again, thanks for coming back. Let's get into the episode, y'all. So what did you think of the episode? It It was good. Definitely, like, I liked it. Um, But... Did it feel did it did it feel like an episode nine? Not really, because I feel like they're still explaining a lot. But yeah, um, I I loved it. It, it was funny. The beginning was effing hilarious. I was cracking up, <laughs> yeah, dying of laughter sure. at these guys. For sure. Um, but what did you think? I really liked it too. I agree with you. I don't think it was an episode nine episode. Like it's very un- uh, uncommon to find an episode that's not as like lit as you'd expect it to for an episode nine episode, but it was good. I mean, we're getting to the very end of the wire right now, so it's kind of just tying up all the loose ends. We knew, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. So it's just... Like, at this point, I definitely expected Cordelia to be way more prepared. I definitely expected Mallory to be more prepared. (laughs) They're they're really, like, leaving everything to the last episode. For sure. If if 10 is the last episode, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay. so yeah, I don't yeah. know. Let's let's just get let's into it. Let's just get it. into it and talk about the flaws because I think there were a few flaws that I want to discuss as well. So um, okay, so we start right off back in Silicon Valley, and we have our guys Mutt and Jeff uh, just chilling and hanging out. And which, by the way, did you did you know that Jeff and Mutt was like a famous comic back in like time? Did they have the haircut? <laughs> it was like. Yeah, I don't know if they had the haircut, but they were like old school comics, oh, like 1940s or something. Interesting. And they were like based on like two like tin heads, apparently. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like dumbasses, I or guess. Or it doesn't mean like super smart people, like tin, like metal. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But he, they took it from somewhere. So cool. that's funny. <laughs> but they're amazing. Like they're so funny. I love their dynamic. I never realized, I never realized how much I needed Evan Peters and Billy Eichner together in one <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. Because they kill yeah, me, and really funny. It, and it's everything they say is is the truth. Yeah, like, everything that he's annoyed about is so I'm real. I'm telling you right now, like it's pretty real. Like what they talk about in this episode. Like the first thing he says is like, "Why does someone have to wait for the <laughs> for the light to look to turn like to the left turning side?" Yeah. He's like, why can't they just go? Like, why do they have to wait? Literally, I say this every single time I'm driving. I'm like, why do you guys have to wait? Just like, go no right now. Dream. Yeah. Oh That's my god, so I died. Uh yeah, I definitely think that they were kind of like my MVPs like like this episode just yeah, cuz like totally. the way that they kind of totally. approached every situation and like yeah, they're pointing out all the flaws and like stupid humanity issues that we have on the day to day. Um so anyway, so they're talking, they're really really annoyed. Jeff specifically is pretty annoyed about everything. Um, so that's Evan Peters' character. And yeah, he's just like, why is everybody so stupid? Um, and he basically says, like, I want the world to end. Like, we're I'm done. Like, we're so over this. Yeah, like, wipe the state clean. Yeah. Wipe it. Like, like just clear it up and, like, be done exactly. with it. Exactly. So Venable comes in and she's like, there's a cooperative meeting. And they're like, thanks, girl. And she's pretty cheese. She's like, I want to know more. You guys told me that you guys would basically give me a promotion. And you didn't. And 
they kind of like I guess like demean her a little bit and they're like you just need to figure out your own situation and like you need to look inside if you're like that unhappy yeah because she's like she's basically like I'm not happy I've given my life to this entire company and I'm not getting anything in return and they're like well sorry girl like tough luck um and they're like by the way like did you get like the jet ready and shit right and she's like honestly f this so she just quits in that moment and so she dips um yeah and then it cuts to the ro- to robo shows the academy and mallory is trying really really hard to bring a bird back to life but it's not working yeah and cordelia just tells her you know like you need time uh your your powers are still developing and mallory kind of glitches out and she's like we don't have enough time like michael's coming like which is true. Like, even me, I was like, girl, you do not have time. Time is the one thing you do not <laughs> yeah. have. He is literally coming to kill you like, guys. Literally, so Cordelia is she like, needs to, like, chill. we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, and she said, she does say, like, don't worry. There's, like, an aura shield around the house that uh, protects us from, you know, like. As soon as she demon, said like, that, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, here girl. we go. Why did you have to go and Ready say that? Because now you know you jinxed yeah, it. Now it's all going to drop to hell. So. That's exactly what happened. So it shows Zoe and Queenie, and they're teaching all the girls how to put together these, uh, they call them guardian chalices. And it's like filled with like nails and stones and shit. And they're like, you need this chalice, and it's going to like protect an area. But also, it's going to, you also need this like next level mantra to say. So while they're all doing this and like filling these chalices up with like nails or whatever, Dinah Stevens is like on the outside, and she's like doing her voodoo. And she ends up blowing up the front door. Well, she doesn't blow yeah. it up. She, like, gets it open. Like, it's a, a jar now. Yeah, it just, like, unlocks. And Michael yeah. and the robot version of Mead come through. And I'm like, why don't they have an alarm? Uh, like, does no one have, like, a... Anything. Like, any, like, like boop, boop, boop. literally, like, like <laughs> hire a security anything. guard. Hire... Put cameras up. Like, literally anything but that dumbass lock. Because, girl... Like, this this part annoyed me so much because I was like, literally, the Antichrist is coming to get you guys. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. no joke. This is not like, this is not like a witch hunter. This is not like a regular, like, person that you're dealing with. You are dealing with the end of the fucking world. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. they just played it so weak. It was like, a very, and that's the thing. This moment was obviously, like, we obviously know that re- Michael's going to get his revenge. He's going to kill as many people as he can. But I just feel like it was such an un... Like, it was on not a necessary way for it to go down. Like, they should have gone down with a little bit of a fight. And it just kind yeah, of... Yeah, they were just caught off guard. And and what I don't understand is, like, even that. Like, why would you stay in the house that he knows you guys live in? Like, why don't you guys go hide somewhere? Why don't you guys, you know, build another house? Like, it just felt so stupid. Yeah. Like, you're right. And they barely could fight. Like, even Queenie, I was like, girl, what are you doing yeah. right now? Like, just save your throw. So, anyway. Like, you're not even going to do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. So, right away, Bubbles, like, gets, like... Uh, so they try to throw all the things in the chalice at him and he stops it with his hand like Matrix style and like tosses it right back at them. And like like half the girls in the table just like get di- die right away. And Bubbles gets like the most of it. She's like, whoa, she's dead. So she dies right away. Yeah. And then um, Mead comes out and she freaking like opens her arm. She's got like a freaking machine gun in her arm. She's like, oh, I got guns. And, like, everyone's like, what the hell's happening? And I'm like, oh, God, cold silver, cold silver. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really messed up. I got really emotional. Yeah, so. It was just really violent. Like, it. It's violent. And- it, you're right. Like, it went, it went past just witch, like, 
like him just doing witchy things like she took out a freaking gun and she shot them all down like it was really messed up i just think that like yeah i just think that it was a really brutal way to do it and i just don't know why they couldn't have just made like zoe couldn't do anything zoe did like she couldn't even do nothing she just died turns her head like she gets like shot in the head and then that's it yeah and then yeah like queenie tries to like do her little like voodoo thing on me so like she cuts her own throat but she cuts meat's throat but like this girl's a robot yeah. like she nothing nothing really and in this moment i wrote down like why couldn't she just slit her throat and kill michael instead like literally like that's i guess like yeah. in that moment that's what i thought she was doing yeah. that's what i thought i'm like oh she's gonna cut michael's throat and like he'll like magically heal but like she goes for me yeah i was just like what the hell anyway so right in that moment she got she dies too and he's just going around like just killing everybody and Mallory, Cordelia, and Myrtle are upstairs. Pause really quickly. Where the hell was um, our girl? Um, I know Leslie. Leslie I know. Grossman. And thing, even um, even um, Madison, like Madison and thing, were were not yeah. there in the house. Yeah, I don't- and they didn't really, they didn't really explain to us where they were, even when we see them afterwards. She literally doesn't. Yeah, and she doesn't even show up in the late the later part. Like Coco doesn't show up at all in this episode it's like you were not on the payroll yeah she was oh, in she it was. she was in it she yeah yeah she was in that scene afterwards like you barely see her though. oh she's just like sitting in the corner she's she doesn't the, have a line though right yeah she's like in the corner yeah yeah it was very very anyway. short but that's what i mean like they didn't explain where they were so pointless anyway uh let's just assume that they're away i didn't even see her in that scene so like anyway she was completely useless in this in this particular situation so uh yeah mallory and cordelia are upstairs mallory's like we need to help them and cordelia's like no we can't like they're like he's gonna kill you we can't i can't let him kill you we gotta run so she basically ditches her entire coven and she saves herself (laughs) that's exactly what happened yeah and yeah which is it makes sense right because like what are they gonna do at that point like they can't do anything they have to run away it's true um shout out to the one last person that had to like run out while everybody was still in the room like did you notice that there was one witch that was still under the table and she runs out while they're all standing right in the dining room and she gets shot right away i was like oh my god i didn't even notice what a useless person what the hell anyway so everyone's dead and dinah comes by and she's like okay so like are we good now and michael's like yeah 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 true like you got i'll I'll put a good word in for you from my dad and you're gonna get like a television show a talk show so we do find out so a lot of people were wondering like when does dinah stevens get like that storyline and like maybe they were glamored into thinking that that's like what where they were but no she actually does get a story like she actually does get her like tv show and stuff right yeah this part was really upsetting because i was just like are you seriously just doing this for money like like this is really messed up and and they do give her a moment when i think michael starts to go up the stairs and they zoom in on dinah's face as she sees like the massacre of the witches basically and you can kind of see it in her face like she's like what the f did i just but that's the thing i I agree with you i was like was it really worth it like why do they have to make her this angry spiteful person like why couldn't you just work with these other witches it doesn't what I didn't understand is after all the power Michael seems to have and says he has, did he really need Dinah Stevens to open that effing door for him? I like, guess so. Yeah, I guess so. That 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 part didn't make sense to me because I'm like, he can do all of this, but he can't do one little measly like lock unlocking door That's spell. That's true. Like it just felt like they had to put her somewhere and had to give her like 
a mission, yeah. so they gave her this mission. It just didn't feel like he needed it at this point for her to do and that. And even, like, he didn't know. even really kill anybody, like, himself. He just walked around, and Meat killed everyone, yeah. so why couldn't Meat just blow the freaking door open with her freaking machine gun hand? You know, like... Well, it just yeah. anyway, whatever. It's that's what I mean. Like, I think cinematically it was crazy, but like seeing this very one-sided fight is kind of annoying, especially at episode nine. I wanted to see a bit of a war, some tragedy in between. We didn't even get like a battle. It was like a literal massacre. So I wasn't okay with yeah, that. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So we get a shot of um, after after the whole massacre, Mead and. Michael are talking and he's frustrated because he didn't get the witches that he wanted because Cordelia and Mallory and uh, Myrtle have disappeared. So he's like, what the hell? I'm so pissed. Like, why can't like, where is everybody? And Mead is like, don't worry about it. And then there's like a slow zoom out from like the, the, the frame and you find out that it's the guys in Silicon Valley, Jeff and Mutt, and they're writing things in a computer to talk through Miss Mead. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, they're basically just texting. They're, like, writing her dialogue, basically. Yeah. <laughs> She's just, like, reiterating what they're typing. Yeah. Um, and this was a big moment. Because you're seeing, you know, Michael just came off this crazy massacre moment where he was totally in control and, like, totally had a plan. And then here it flips to, like, me being controlled by these two dumbasses right. in Silicon right. Valley. And, and he's totally buying it. He's kind of just like, what should I do? Tell me more. What do I do next? And she's sort of like talking him through it and he's totally like believing it. So I don't know. Like he doesn't, he's just, I don't know. He's he not as strong as obviously yeah. we thought he was. He I mean, was we or. have to remember that he's still like a 15 year old boy, like maybe even younger in like a, in a grown man's body. Right. So he doesn't have that like, like mental intellect to know what to do next he's very like emotional he wants things right now he's like he he very much acts like a kid in these moments and that's that's when i remember i'm like oh true he like grew up really fast in that constant the langdon house right so uh yeah so then um she basically pushes him to well they push him through miss mead to base to blow the world up they're they're like why don't she's like why don't you start like an apocalypse and he's like i don't know i was trying to maybe i was going to run for president and i'm like have you not watched american horror story season seven like that's already been done um yeah so he like they make a reference to the omen three which i guess is kind of like he's trying to like pull references to figure out what to do next because he has no other point of reference to know what to do yeah next. he's lost yeah. he's just lost and so they convince uh him to come back to silicon valley to meet them and just kind of get some more insight as to what to do next it's crazy because I never re- I never suspected this to be the reason why this all yeah. happened, right? Like Jeff and Mutt, Jeff and Mutt's in- intention to to ki- like blow up the whole world is to like get rid of all the dumbass people. Right. But Michael's intention is just to kill the witches. Like he could care less about anyone yeah. else or humanity yeah. or how stupid everyone is. Like he- he's just like, "Wait, so if I blow up the world, the witches are all going to die too, right. right?" Like he's like a little kid like wanting to know like the answer to it yeah. all. Um, so totally Jeff and Mutt played him in this moment. Like they get what they want. Yeah. They fully get what they want. And it is yeah. kind of crazy to think that the Antichrist is not the one who came up with this apocalypse idea. That's the thing. Which is really yeah, interesting. Totally. It's like humankind who gets just bored with seeing how shitty people are. That changes everything, which is kind of crazy anyway. So yeah, they end up back in Silicon Valley and, um, Jeff and Mutt 
explain to him what the cooperative is. So we find out what the cooperative is. I think, by the way, just like as an FYI, I think we said the collective last week during the podcast. That was my bad. And everybody like commented on our video that I was like, oh, yeah, they, <laughs> they'll they'll burn you down they, real they quick. Booked me, they booked me real hard. So, yes, the cooperative. Um, and he actually explains. Uh, they both explain and say that it is. Uh, under another name currently it is called the illuminati um what? which was crazy i was like that what did you think of this were you kind of like wtf or you're like uh-huh true yeah i was kind of into it when he started reading the names off like the presidents like putin and like all these different people the richest people in the world bill gates and like bill clinton um yeah i was like he was like bill not yeah <laughs> yeah I was into it. I think that like everybody always wants, everybody's been talking about the Illuminati. I'm surprised that they took this angle in season like eight to talk about it because I feel yeah. like it's such a American horror story kind of Ryan Murphy thing to talk about. But it's cool that they brought it up and they just masked yeah, it as I a think- cooperative. Yeah, I think in any other, like, context, I would have been like, what the F? Like, this is so cheesy. It's such a weird way to, like, tie up your story. But I totally bought it for this season. And, like, it coming from Jeff and Mutt, I was dying of <laughs> yeah. laughter. I was like, this is just so perfect for all of this. It totally makes sense. I can't believe I didn't, like, I can't believe we didn't expect it from the start. Know, like, we should have totally thought of it's this. Totally um, but, yeah, no, I, I was, like, just dying of laughter. They were, like, on point this whole sure. episode. They killed me. And, um... So yeah, he they also go on to explain by saying that everyone in the cooperative has sold their soul to the devil. So you basically own them and you can tell them whatever you want them to do. And right. uh yeah, then he gets on board and he's like finally like okay, fine, let's blow up the world as long as it kills all the witches. And Jeff and Mutt don't care. They're just like, yeah, 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 like it should. Like you'll be fine. Everybody's going to die. So even they're not 100% sure it's going to happen, but they don't really care. They just want the world to end and they want to kind of assert their power now that they have him under control, really. Um, so back, so now it cuts to the swamp, which where, which is where Misty is. And I love that they didn't put Lily Rabe on the payroll just because like she's like gallivanting with freaking Stevie Nicks. Um, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, that was so cute. I'm like, really? Like, she's just off talking to freaking Stevie Nicks. That's why you didn't want her in this scene because she's that useless. Anyway, so all the remaining witches in the coven are kind of chilling, and Cordelia is astral projecting, which I learned from Sabrina, that she's, <laughs> like, just... Guys, it's actually psycho, because I'm watching three shows right yeah. now that just talked about astral projection, Man in the High Castle, Sabrina, and now AHS. Like, <laughs> like I feel like all my shows <laughs> are, like are just together. synced. They're yeah. totally linked. It's yeah. crazy. Like... Yeah, it's wild. And Satanism and stuff. Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah so she's astral projecting in back into the house and she sees all the bodies and she's like, no, no, no. Like the typical Cordelia, Sarah Paulson cry. And uh, yeah. she tries to go to Zoe's body and she breathes like she does like the breath thing and she dies. Like she disappears. She literally like she just like, yeah, nothing. she like fades and out. And she goes into Queenie's body or go to, goes to Queenie's body and she does the same thing and she disappears. And then she comes back and she's like, I can't bring them back. They keep disappearing. I don't know what's happening. And then Madison kind of in the corner, she clues in and she's like, true. She's like, after he kills somebody, he can erase their soul. Like he did it at the murder house we saw at 
that happen uh, or we there it was explained to us and she slaps her like cordelia slaps madison and i'm like well what did you think in this moment where you kind of like cheese at madison or i wasn't cheese at madison at all i just think that that's like the way that it was supposed to go i was kind of shocked that they were going to go this direction like she they were literally not letting them come back at all um I mean, it makes sense, right? Because, yeah, we did see it in Murder House. It it does make sense. When he kills someone, they're, like, gone, gone. But the, the one thing that um, did gag me was, like, he didn't kill them. It was Miss Mead with the gun. So, true. Unless, unless, like... Yeah, like, when did he do like, that? Unless what he does is as soon as she kills them, like, their body, he, like, walked around and, like, sucked their soul out. But yeah, he doesn't, like, yeah. you don't ever see it. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of a waste situation. Like, it's it's a yeah. weird way to do it. I think it's just, like, tying up that end to be like, they are not coming back for this right. season. We are not paying them any more money. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, they are gone. No. That's basically yeah. it. <laughs> um, so Mallory's like, maybe I can bring them back. They're, like, looking to her and they're like, maybe you can bring them back. And then this thing called Tempest Emotum is this crazy spell that um, some witches have tried, but no one's ever succeeded, and everyone that's tried it has died. <laughs> so she yeah, like won't every do good. every single every single like legit spell, like, and I know what's gonna come to this. Like, uh, Myrtle's like, but she will die. <laughs> yeah. I was like, every spell that's worth doing, you die. Yeah. There's like a risk of death. Like, don't even say it anymore. Like, we already know you that you can probably yeah. die. So, if it's worth doing. So, yeah, <laughs> essentially, this particular spell is supposed to allow her to travel through time to change the course of action. Um, so, ba- based on what you just said about them not being on the payroll anymore, this could technically mean that she could go back in time and figure this all out before the entire coven like gets killed you know what i mean but we know she probably doesn't right because we didn't see those girls we don't see those girls later but at the same time we don't know how mallory ends up in the bunker and you know they just resurrected her brain so yeah i don't think we're gonna see queenie and zoe again but um because i just think we're out of time right like we're at episode 10 i don't think they'll come back um, and I and I think it hurt more when Cordelia realizes that they're not going to come back. Like this is a f- like it's just set in stone. Like they're gone. I don't gone, know. I want know? a happy ending. I want them all to come back at the end of the episode. I think the happy. <laughs> I think the happy ending is going to be having Mallory as the next generation. Right. That's your happy ending. It's like the continuation of the coven. But those girls, I think, I think it's like safe to say they're probably gone. That sucks, man. Anyway, we'll yeah. see how it goes. I really do feel that she's going to turn back time in the last episode and start everything from the get go with no like apocalypse at all. Like she's gonna start it from the beginning in that oh, moment. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. So anyway, so anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, she's like, I'll do anything to bring my sisters back. Um, but yeah, that's when. Uh, Myrtle basically says, like, low-key, there's a catch. Everyone who's tried this has died. died. So, like, be careful. <laughs> um, so yeah. as she's starting to set this all up, she's, like, sitting, like, getting her to set up in a bathtub. She flashes to a memory where she talks about the, um, the I forget, Romanoff the, Roman, the Romanoff Empire, yeah, and how the... Empire. And it's actually, like, an actual... F- like it actually happened, Yeah, I, think, I love world way. history. So this is the yeah. story of, like... I just didn't understand... I didn't understand why they did this story. Like, do you get why they chose this one? I don't know. I mean, well, I guess there's one thing that uh, that comes to mind is they talk about how Anastasia might have been a witch. So there's a lot of mystery around Anastasia because they never found her body and they think that she uh, might have escaped, you know, that whole story storyline. So there's this. I- so in this particular iteration, um, they show that 
the it's exactly how they they work it out the army comes into the the house the romanov house and they get everybody to dress up and go downstairs to hide and then they execute all of them and while they're ex- being executed anastasia's praying in the corner and she puts this protection spell on her family but then she's she isn't able to protect them and then she dies and then it's explained by myrtle that she was a witch and that she had a chance to bring like you know save everybody but she wasn't strong enough to do it so bring her back now so yeah i think it, they just chose this one because i don't know maybe Ryan Murphy has like a fascination with Anastasia. I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't understand like the Siberian history, but um, <laughs> I, I yeah. just maybe Mallory's connected to that family somehow. Like maybe that's her her bloodline. Yeah, like I don't know. I just found it so random that like they took us back to like 1918 Siberia. Like I, I was just yeah, didn't get the I connection. was a little confused too because they use this as their dry run. Literally, Cordelia is like, so yeah. why don't you come back and bring Anastasia with you and save her life and. We'll see if you can do that one that, like, was two hours ago. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand how this yeah. was your test. I know. So, I didn't understand. Like, that's the one thing that I was like, what the hell is happening? Because I didn't really understand. Because the freaking stakes are so high. If she doesn't win, she's literally going to die. Like, could you not make her, like, go two minutes back in time to, like, steal something from the house or whatever? Like, she literally gets her to go and go 200 years be- beforehand. So anyway, I didn't understand that. But um, she does a spell and then she disappears and she does end up with Anastasia and Anastasia's praying or she's doing the spell and the protection spell comes up and she holds her hands and she's trying to protect her and with their combined powers, like they can't get through, like this army now can't get through and they're shooting and they're shooting and like nothing's happening. And then uh, she glitches out. She starts to fade like her... Her body starts to go like transparent, and then, um, then everybody dies anyway. And then yeah, because what happens is I think Mallory at that same time was like, "Let me go get an exit. Like, let me get an exit right. ready for you guys." So she leaves her side, and I guess her powers weren't strong enough to like sustain the the wall or whatever. Yeah. And then she kind of just like yeah, she she gives like it falls apart, and then she dies. And then, thankfully, like, Mallory, like, kind of, like, comes out of it, too. But she's, like, really fucked up. Right. I just... I didn't understand why... Like, what was the plan? They didn't even say... They were like, get Anastasia and come back. Like, what? Like, she couldn't even get out of the room. Like, forget forget bringing Anastasia back. Is, like, what the hell was the point of that whole situation? Is, this is a moment where I'm just like, why have we never heard of this type of spell? Why? Like, I hate how they introduce things so Like some late next level spell game, now, yeah. Into the season, especially now we've already had a coven. We've already had a witch season. Yeah, it's true. So I feel like something like this should have been sort of maybe even talked about yeah. or mentioned. I mean, maybe it was hopefully maybe one of our fans remembers maybe one time they just dropped the name of the spell i don't know i don't think they have so this just feels like a hail mary at the end of the season again like i feel like he always does this where like he introduces this like next plot twist and it's like oh sick you can like go through the astral plane and like freaking like fast forward time like rewind time like okay like why didn't we know this from before yeah it doesn't make anyway whatever it's just it's just just, coming at the last second again it's true you know but let's try to run with it so we're running with it and cordelia so it cuts to cordelia and myrtle um back outside and they're kind of worried they're like she didn't do it it's not gonna work and myrtle's like no no no, she did it she just like isn't like 100 percent powerful enough and cordelia says that she's never going to be powerful enough until i'm actually dead and all of her power is transferred over to her 
and i was so shook i'm like you have to die right now yeah and she has a moment where she's really she's struggling with her own existence because she kind of compares herself to fiona her mom and she says you know fiona was so selfish in her entire life and i remember seeing that in her and being like i never want to be that person but now look at me like i don't want to die and i need to die in order for her to you know, to take on the next situation. Yeah. And at the same time, Myrtle's encouraging her. She's like, no, you need to be here. We need you. Like the coven needs you. But yeah, she's having some, some moments where she basically says like, I need to invoke something called the sacred taking, which will, I guess, extract all of her power and kill her. And then it'll all be sent to Mallory right away. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the ending for Cordelia. And I think, I can see it happening, her sacrificing herself for, you know, the continuation of the coven. Right. Um, I don't think I'd want her, I don't want her to like, to see Michael kill her. I feel like that would be a waste. So if this is the way she's going to go, where she's going to sacrifice herself, like, I think that makes the most sense. Right. I feel like it's the most like beautiful way for her story to end. If that's the you know? case, do you think that what she saw in her premonition is going to actually come to come to reality? Because in that moment, she doesn't, uh, have any power she tries to stop the zombies from killing her and she doesn't have any powers left so do you think that that's her moment <gasps> oh my god yeah like, maybe. maybe her like life actually ends there but yeah. if that's the case then maybe mallory will i don't know we'll see we'll see how it all ends but yeah um yeah so essentially she says like we just need to buy some more time like we need to figure out what we need to do next so then it cuts back to the warlock school and they all they both go downstairs and they're trying to find everybody, but everybody's gone. Like they can't see them. It's like quiet. It's yeah. quiet. And so then they open up the door and Cordelia sees all of them freaking dead on the damn floor. Like so that's just dead. Like, everyone. Behold is dead. Everyone like John my Henry, man, Cheyenne over like there RIP. is like dead. <laughs> it's like, damn it. What the hell? So yeah. like, that's what I mean. I was like, well, that was so useless. Literally, John it, Henry it, yes. came back for one fucking yeah. episode. And yeah. he, they just brought him back to lay on a floor in episode nine. That's it. Like <laughs> that's the end yeah, of it. Yeah, it was anticlimactic yeah, for 100%. sure. One hundred percent. So Anyway, so they can't get help from the warlocks because all the warlocks are freaking dead. And they're all kind of shaped in the uh, the pentagram. So like the Satan pentagram. Yeah. So you know it's obviously Michael who did it. Duh. Um, and then it cuts back to Silicon Valley. And Venable is about to leave. She's like, your, your flight is booked. Like, peace out. I'm leaving now. And they're like, wait, don't leave yet. Like, we need to talk to you. And... Um, he said they basically admit to her that the you know the Illuminati exists and we're gonna start these bunkers. The end of the world is coming, and so they just spill all the tea to her and tell her this whole situation. They're like, "Well, we also want you to run one of the these bunkers if you can, and you can, or what's it called, an outpost." And yeah, um, and like you can pick and choose how you want it to be run. Right. It's up to you. You're gonna be in control. Like you've done such a good job here. So like we're gonna give you this chance to like just like do your do your thing. And she got like so lit. Right. She's like, oh okay. So she kind of decides these rules. So then we find out. I guess if you look in the beginning of the episodes, like the first and second episodes, she is the one who set up all those rules, which I guess makes sense now. The purple's wearing the purple because purple's her favorite color. Right. Like everything all right. kind of makes sense now. But the question that I had in this moment was why do you think that they gave her that much power? Like, do they love her that much? Like, they were treating her like yeah, shit basically the entire episode. Yeah. You know, it's a good question. Like, I don't know if it came from a genuine place of them being like, you know what? Like, let this girl have like a legit job. Yeah. Or did it come from them having like, 
you know, a second motive where they're thinking about something else. Right. I don't know. And I guess hopefully maybe we'll understand that more or it's just them being like finally like them just being nice. I don't it's know. Weird. It's weird. It's just a weird thing for them to have done. Yeah. But sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll run with that too. There's enough things that yeah. I can run with. That's like the least of my <laughs> Yeah. Issues. You're going to be like carrying a, you're carrying a bunch of shit, <laughs> Jayla. <Yeah. laughs> so uh, then it cuts to, um, I guess it's like fancy pantsy area where all the 1% are like live and chill and like vacation. Um, yeah. It was like Patagonia, Patagonia or something. Yeah. I was like, where is I think that? it's like in the middle of like the mountain somewhere. And so Michael and Mead are just talking and he's getting nervous. He's like, I don't know what to do. Like, how do I talk to these people? And Mead encourages him once again, saying like, don't worry, you got this. I like, it's time for you to end the world. Like, this is your destiny. And so then it shows us like, like a table. Like it's like this dark room and everybody shows up and everyone has like a mirror face. So you can't see who they are. But I was like, Beyonce, are you there? Like, that's really what I was yeah. asking. It was like, Beyonce, <laughs> yeah. are you there? Like, Blue Ivy, are you there? Cool, sick. So <laughs> the entire Carter family is yeah. chilling. And like a bunch of other one percenters who are part of the Illuminati. And Michael just introduces himself. He's like, welcome. I'm the Antichrist. And they're like, and he says, like, it's time to destroy the world, y'all. Like, we're going to have an apocalypse. He's like, get ready. Yeah. Open your PowerPoint slides. <laughs> I got a presentation for you. So uh, I, I really like the scene because it looked really cool. And, and then, like, I liked how they don't know they don't know each other like everyone's wearing a mask True. and you can't see who's who True. so they don't even know like who's a part of that whole group either right yeah, I didn't realize that. But yeah, that's true. They, they wouldn't know who each other are. I mean, I think there's like Jay-Z secret... wouldn't know if he's sitting beside Bill Gates. Right. You know what I mean? But I think there is like a secret list like that runs around, which is what they were showing. Oh, true. Venable. Anyway, true. so they're all there. They're yeah. getting gagged and they're like, OK, let's get together. And he kind of goes around the room and I wanted to figure out. I couldn't figure out. Because I, like, I guess I can do enough research to figure out who he was talking to. But he was like. Your island in Bora Bora, that'll be one outpost. And he's like, your fa- your farm in like this area, that'll be like another outpost. So like he yeah, kind of makes Texas, these, like some yeah, yeah, it's like George Bush. I don't know. So he like kind of makes references to I guess fancy places. I'm sure if you guys did enough digging, you guys can let us know too and make you make sure you guys comment below on this video and let us know who is in the yes. Illuminati. <laughs> so yeah, he's basically saying like you have resources, you you have money, um, you can build an outpost. Right underneath your land or whatever um and he's like it's going to be 100 million dollars for entry so like only the top tier of people are going to be allowed to like survive this apocalypse um and it's like it doesn't sound like anything because they don't talk but he's just like yeah it's like turn the turn your like books to page six and like we're going to talk about like how you're going to like build your outpost and they all listen they all do it so i guess they don't really have a choice either because he does remind them like you Guys all got your success yeah. because of my dad. You guys sold your soul. So basically, you have to listen to me. So you have no choice. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So yeah, they all turn to page one to see how they build their outpost. And that's how the episode ends. So yeah, all in all, what did you think of this? Like you said, episode nine. I mean, yeah. Like, I think it was a good episode. I just don't think it was an episode nine worthy episode. Right. Um, Like, we're finally getting to see all of this Illuminati, the whole Michael thing. Like, who's been backing him up? Right. Um finally now would i have wanted to see it before i don't know but i just feel like they're they're saving a lot for episode 10 for sure and i hope it's going to be like an extra long episode because if that's the finale then i don't know how they're going to fit everything in and make it all connect because they remember we still have to go back to like the future like we have to go back to the present time and figure out what the hell 
how that like how that True. all connects unless like i said mallory turns this all around and it just goes back into a time before the apocalypse and like everything's reset which i'm kind of that would be crazy which i am kind of that down for so i am down for like yeah. that being her power and like her final situation but then Cor- she resets everything yeah but then cordelia has to die anyway so cordelia is not in the past so she's just dead but like yeah. everything else is reset, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think I'm down for that kind of that kind of moment where she's like, "Goodbye, that would everyone," be really cool. and then like she resets everything. Aww. Be- I just want it to be emotional, real talk. I really do want it to be like this beautiful, magical moment. I think it you know? will. Like get rid of like get rid of Michael. Like squash that negativity in the world, mm-hmm. and then like somehow like. I don't know. The sisterhood like, the world. Make through. it more beautiful. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I think we will. I think I want to see that too. I think we talked about a couple episodes back when everybody's sitting around the table at Robo Shows and everyone's kind of looking at each other and you have that emotional moment where you see everyone for the last time. I think that's mm-hmm. what we're going to see this episode too because I think you're right. Like, this is probably the last season that we're going to get the coven and I... Uh, I'm okay with that, but I want it to be a really good ending. Like, I want Queenie to have yeah, a good so moment. I want Zoe to have a good moment. I Then that's why I don't think that, that that's the last yeah. time we saw them. I just want everyone to come together, use their powers like Sailor Moon, and just, like, win. And then everybody can, yeah. like, disappear for a I hope forever. so. I really hope so. Anyway, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. My best moment has to be, I think... Um, the, just the meeting at the end, the Illuminati meeting at the end. Sure. I think that we finally finally get to see who this group of people are. Yeah. Like, what is this about? Why are they backing Michael? Um, and, like, he even gets into the details of, like, how are they going to build these outposts that we saw in the beginning of the season. So it was just a really um, cool scene that I think we finally, you know, got to see. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you. I don't think that there was anything specific in terms of uh that i can think of other than that moment because i think it all just kind of leads to this meeting so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the next episode wtf moment what was your wtf moment my wtf moment has to be the witch massacre um not because not because i wasn't expecting it like it's obvious that that's what was gonna happen but um just seeing it like visually like was really shocking and it was actually really emotional because if that is going to be the last moment where we get to see zoe and you know um um, queenie and even bubbles right like i don't know if i was down for that ending and it was so effing sad um but yeah it was it was shocking to see especially the gun the the gun violence like like it's one thing to just like throw screws and like they get stabbed and they die but like to see her gun them down at the table was like really messed up yeah i agree and it's almost um it's almost unfair like we were saying it was such a one-sided fight that like i was kind of like wtf why are we why is this happening right now why can we have a little bit more of a battle um yeah yeah i get that too but also like if you think about it they did have a chance to battle you know they could have set themselves up in a better position and not seen it stayed at the same house and clearly cordelia's spell wasn't strong <laughs> yeah. enough so like they could have prepared themselves more i think and they just weren't they just didn't seem ready for him yeah i mean they weren't ready for they him, definitely so. weren't ready for him 
Um, yeah. My WTF moment between that one is also the Anastasia test. I think that her going 100 years back in time to find a historical figure <laughs> and bring her back was a little bit of a reach for a, just a regular dry run yeah. uh, to see if she has that ability. So and she literally could have died. So I just think that it was kind of extra. I was okay with it, kind of, because I'm down for some world history. But at the same time, I was like, what? why is there? What's the connection? It was kind of random. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, because they, they've made they've made comments where, like, Mallory is connected to, like, the Salem witches. So, like, if they had done something with the Salem witches from, like, 1918 or whatever, then I could be like, oh, True. okay, they're going to go here with that. True. But, like, why bring in, like, Siberia? Like, I just didn't understand. <laughs> I just didn't understand the connection at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Salem would have been a cool throwback for sure. Yeah. Especially for Coven. Yeah. If that was the last time we were going to see them, it would have been a cool way to do it for sure. MVP. Who's your MVP? My MVP is going to be Jeff and Mutt. Just because I think they... Not only did they, like... They were hilarious in the beginning, like, sequence. Yeah. But I think they really do control Michael in a really surprising way. Yeah. Um, And they are sort of the instigators of all of this. Like, their idea was to blow up the world. Yeah. Um, And Michael totally falls for it. And he goes along with, with their plan. So... To think that this is all happening because of these two dweebs, like yeah, it's, it's true. pretty crazy. It's true. Um, yeah, I have to agree with you. My MVP was uh, them two, but more specifically Jeff, just because he had some really great lines this episode. Um, and you oh can my tell, God, I can't wait. He's a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit. I just feel like he's a little bit more passionate about what he's like doing and what, what he thinks about the world. Um, so I think he was je- definitely the one who decides to do all these things, like let's fuck with the Antichrist and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, he was definitely yeah. my favorite character. LVP. Uh, so my LVP is gonna be the Warlocks. I just think that they were useless. Like, they literally had them lie on a floor for episode nine. And I was like, you didn't even get to see the fight. You didn't get to see anything. You you brought back these actors and we didn't get any moments with them. I just don't understand what the whole point of that was. And they're obviously not going to be helpful in the final battle. So it's like, what what the hell was that all about? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, between Dinah, we we had the same level of pieces between Dinah and the Warlocks. Like, I just didn't understand the Warlocks. They came all the way, like, they came to this point. We could have, at least if we had seen a scene with Michael, like, fighting them and them trying to fight, like, a little a little bit and then they just die yeah. fine but like to cut to a scene with them just dead on the floor like i was like that's it like, really like, do we even need these guys in the <laughs> season like what did we need them for like they like barely did anything yeah they literally like they could have just like wa- yeah exactly they were just like, like the patriarchy was... and then they died <laughs> that was it. yeah and like to see to see behold sitting there like he's lying there dead i was like i loved his whole thing yeah. with emma roberts and how they went to the murder house and it would have been cool if like a couple of the warlocks kind of just moved over to the coven yeah to like kind of keep them all together but like no like behold just went back there and like he died and even, like it was it was just felt for nothing like and i agree with you and i think that would have been a really cool way to do it you know like there's there been this whole conversation about sexism and like men versus women even the warlocks versus the witches why couldn't that why couldn't those two at least come to the coven so you know they would have made this next generation of like warlocks and witches in the same coven because there's always been this separation even with cordelia so it would have been a cool way to bring everybody together but yeah they fucking died so it was like kind of stupid yeah. anyway like waistbands like i said well <laughs> literally waistbands all over the floor but yeah we'll see maybe that whole thing with mallory is gonna bring it all back together and like maybe we will see that magical coven one day the, the best, best line, line. 
What was your best line? My best line is gonna go to um, I think it's both of them, like both Jeff and Mud. Yeah. Um, the first one is the worst part is I just realized I hate this fucking coffee. This coffee tastes like burnt asshole. Yeah. And like he's holding he's holding a Starbucks cup, like obviously. And so I'm like, good. I swear, yeah. like I feel like we've described it this way at, at some point in our lives. Like it literally just tastes like burnt, like bland, like burnt <laughs> yeah. Grossness. Um, and then the second one was even Jesus needed time to figure shit out. That's why he went to the desert, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the like way their they lines were just. They were so I know funny. it was so good. It was so good. Um, my best lines. I have a couple as well. Um, two of them are from Jeff. Uh, they say uh, he says when did everybody become so become so fucking stupid and uh mutt answers and says maybe they weren't so smart to begin with and then again jeff says people suck they're selfish and short-sighted all anyone cares about is immediate gratification and then in that moment he like snorts a line of coke yeah and i was like as he goes to do a line (laughs) so (laughs) yeah and finally one last one is uh mallory saying um, you want me to? S- you want to send me a hundred years into the past to thwart the Bolshevi- Bolshevik revolution? And then Cordelia's like, "We need a dry run." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah. which is exactly what we were talking about. Like, why the fuck are you using that like, as a dry why? run? And also, I love yeah. how Billy Lord delivers lines. Like, I forgot how funny she is when she's just being like dry ass humor. She's very dry. And yeah. I just love the way she delivers her lines. So it was like very Spitfire. Like, you want me to do that? Are you crazy? Like, that's it. Like, very yeah. Monotone. The only thing I could say. The only thing I could say, and I'll say it here. Is is with her Billy Lord and it's not really her as an actress it's more like the character I feel like by this point I feel like she should have been a bit more confident as a witch sure she still makes the same like facial reactions that she was making in episode like one and two like, <laughs> She's like Whoa. Very, co- very confused yeah like yeah. very confused very like like oh, I don't know if about this I'm cheesing at myself like do, can I do this like at this point <laughs> yeah. yes she's not fully at her like peak power but I feel like I wish she could have been a little bit more confident and she is confident like she did do the she did try to do the spell but like her her like demeanor is still kind of like weak and like timid a little right. bit you know I think also on top of that I just think that they didn't develop her character well enough for me to care about her struggle so Yes, maybe her nature is being calm and quiet, but I don't get to see her history, so we don't really care that much yeah, about what, what's going on. we never got to see that. And I know, we I never think, got to see her story. Yeah, and I think episode 10 is going to be too late to really explain that, no, unless they fit it yeah. in. We'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah. yeah, so guys, that's the know. episode. Let us know what you guys think. What are you guys most excited about for the finale? Um, let us know what your guys' roundups were, your MVPs, LVPs, your WTF moment, your best moment, and your best lines, obviously. And make sure that you guys fact check us whenever you guys get a chance to make sure that we were <laughs> as accurate as possible for you AHS fans. Um, yeah. Always it. be nice in the comments. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.